Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome. I hope you're doing well. You're listening to Colney Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, with another bite-sized show for you here today. I'll be talking about Arsenal and um, Manchester game. It was uh, the game against Manchester United wasn't the result we hoped for. We played well for the most part of the game, even with the stats. It doesn't tell the whole story either. We didn't play with fear, which was very important. I think the way we came on to the game eventually was a good response. Uh, we handled so much of the pressure and the um, intensity that kept growing. And mind you, we were playing in Old Trafford, so we did manage that um, environment, the crowd, the noise. I think that was a very good um, mark of how the team showed up for the game. But the uh, stats and the numbers, it just doesn't tell the whole story as to the full outcome of the game. We did lose 3-1. Um, you know, some parts of the officiating and the ref, I, I don't think it was really fair in some in some situations. Um, obviously, it did turn the uh, tide or momentum, if you will, for how the game really turned around. We did score. The goal was canceled. Um, I don't think our defense was to our usual standards, but nonetheless, we did play played good. I wouldn't say great. Granted, we're playing in a very um, tense environment on, on a ground that we usually don't get very good results. Um, but the players, I just was looking at how they played in the first half, especially, and it was uh, very uh, reassuring. Um, I don't think we uh, were intimidated. Uh, we did move and respond with how the game was kind of turning on us with the amount of passes and pressures and how they were, you know, playing a lot of crosses into the box. We had good clearance in our box. We had uh, efficient pressing when we had the ball, and we kind of transitioned from defending to, uh, you know, uh, pushing forward to get into their own half. Yes, we had several missed chances. Um, Ramsdale, you know, I would say his love passes, it, it is one of his best strengths. To his left, to his right, he does it so casually. But if you look at it closely, it is one of the comments that you hear during the game as to what a very nice love pass and how it's just so precise. Um, Saka, I think... Not just him, but the other front players. You just need to hit the balls when they get the chances. Ruthlessness is is something that they need to put now in front of them more so than anything. We're not there yet. I don't think we will be. But over time, I think this season is going to become more of that progression where we see them, you know, just finishing it off in front of the goal. When they have the ball, they don't make too many passes. It's something I hope we will get to see better of. Um, speed did hurt us. We really got cut out in a few instances uh despite the performance i mean our finishes and the is the theme for the lessons learned of how we were in front of goals and just couldn't just take that shot i mean we don't really have to make it picture perfect of one two passes because um, when you have a lot of players in the box you will always have very low percentage to to make that to convert that into a goal so the game overall was a good watch. This the result obviously wasn't what we would hope for. The stats, as I mentioned, we we dominated for the most part of the game. Sixty percent passes were even much higher than Manchester United. Although our shots on target, our tackle successes and our interceptions weren't. So that kind of tells you where the margins of how these uh, results kind of turned. So um, talking about my top three players for this game, Jesus, absolutely brilliant in this game. 
he just uh, muscled uh, Martinez. Jesus is not shy when it when wherever he is when it when it comes to being in the box or way outside the box. He's not shy anywhere to get to the ball, contribute, be present to try to turn the ball around and just switch it to us pressing forward. He started the game really well. He's very inclined to the physical duels with the ball like he's just he's very inclined to the physical duels with the ball it comes he gets the ball he's just getting in the one-on-one duels with the uh center backs often wins for a striker and you do have a lot of other strikers doing that but he just he just welcomes that a lot there's a great sense of confidence that he brings to the front three when he does that and it really puts them in the position to make movements that can get them into scoring positions the equalizing goal came from jesus where he battled to score and you know Saka came to clean it up so again that's his mo that's how he operates he gets in there tries to really make them uncomfortable and i really like seeing that from him and he is consistently causes goal chances just as much as he fights to score them that's just jesus and he's brilliant with that he was such a huge goal scoring threat he was just moving along with the boys and trying to make things happen in and around the box he's a striker that's what he does but he does more than that and there's just that swagger and confidence that comes with it and everyone feeds off of that and long may continue i mean i'm really hoping uh edin Nelly and Saka really buy more into this kind of physical battles that um, Jesus brings. It's not the same. They're, they're not the same. Put, they don't have the same physical uh, composition of their body or anything like that. But it's good to see that they're not shy to get in one-on-one duels. And oftentimes it makes things go in their favor where there's this um, discomfort or more so there's this nervous feeling that it brings to the center backs because the opportunity is where do one, they do these duels once or twice and then there's a yellow card and it's often to the favor of to the striker usually but unless maybe something else happens but you know i'll um really hope that they kind of perfect that same idea of attacking it is attacking so that's good um the second guy from a top three martinelli causing real problems as well i mean that's the position that he's expected to uh, cause such of a, of a influence from the offensive side of the ball winning so much one-on-one battles beautiful goal Although it was cancelled, I mean, that was good to see. When we talk about f- finishes, that's it. Now we need more of those. In and around the box, edge of the box. We just want, we hope for more of that. That raises the game to another level. And this is this goes to Martinelli, Saka, and Emil Smith-Rowe. So hopefully these boys continue building this. I know um, Edin Ketir, he's already on the high level of his finishing, the way he's playing already for the season. So it's good to have these other younger boys do the same. He, I mean, Martinelli had another chance with they had it from Odegaard's beautiful cross but you know the goalkeeper just cleared it out but it was good to see although Nelly seemed to be more of the heavier pressing from the center backs than Jesus and maybe he seemed like an easier target but when he got the ball they pushed they really pushed him out it, it happens often I do see that but he seemed to be the one that was you know easier target than Jesus would again Jesus much stronger he can manage the physical duels uh, perhaps we should just shoot more from the edges if that's usually the situation if those chances do come up and I do welcome those chances to just shoot from the box from from the edge of the boxes not to go way out there flying to the stands but really getting into those corner positions and you know situations that it can leak back out and then someone comes in and cleans it but I really hope that we we get to do get to see these players. I really hope we get to see these players try to take the chances from the edge of the boxes more than really being closer. Because oftentimes you have these defenders causing these blocks and those shots end up to just getting off to clearance and trying to reset again. 
um, sometimes even as we, even as I say this, it could be based on the instructions from uh, Arteta when we see how they're playing and he give, he gives them the freedom to do what they need to. But maybe they are not so encouraged to shoot from out from the edge of the box. But as I watch the game more often and I see the way they play, these questions do come up where shoot, yes, is it is it perfect? No, not really. But we can they, they usually dribble to get inside a box and it just kind of ends there, which is one of the reasons why I call it blunt finishes where you get to the point where it's all blocks and they're not the tallest where it's now more of a header or something like that but i just hope that maybe we can take some more more chances shooting from the edge of the box i'm aware some attempts will get blocked but we can use a few more of those shots they create more opportunities they create more threats they create more uncertainty for these center backs because they don't know what would happen some of them would think they are shots and it can turn the game around in in different scenarios but that's how i see it third guy odegaard he's passed his put us in a very good offensive play we maintain very good quality ball possessions against manu in their half he helped with the transition when we lost the ball and Xhaka did a lot more of that he was crucial in that role switching transitions from defending to trying to press into their box to score but i i'm so glad that odegaard gets to orchestrate the way we move the ball back once he gets it and we kind of grow into you know repossessing the ball and pushing all the way up into their own ends and into their final third it was good to see again especially in the situation where usually our team will be playing scared playing with less confidence even though we were playing yes we're playing at old Trafford, but it was not a factor i like how we played i like this influence that we brought into the game based on the quality the way we were moving we just stayed with the formation of the game plan and but i'll say this i don't like how he takes too many passes in the box it cost us a goal scoring opportunity i remember that in the first half yes he's in my top three today <laughs> but following the defeat and trying to respond less is more sometimes in the box i've said it for martinelli shoot outside shoot from the edge of the box but he has done martin odegaard has done a few of this where there's one too many passes in the box just take the shot it's easier to at least see you've taken that action than you know i mean not hoping that you take it but right i'll say it this way it's easier that we see you take that action and it didn't turn out great than missing it he has missed several chances taking that last that final shot than a pass he's a great passer he does it really well but in the box i think this is one of those you know growth and progression or how these players are in sync with each other when they're in the opposition's box you know less is more one two shots it does create something one two shots creates more opportunities we have our, our players are able to clean it up a few more of that makes it very incisive passes you know but i mean that's that's one of my takeaways from how i saw odegaard playing this game so um it's not a bad thing as how he plays his game with his passes but when it comes to it's not a bad thing but it's also good to kind of have a good balance when you get into the box be very ruthless you know you just just many more shots create more opportunities even if it's a block shot in some ways it could cause something so there that's there we have it now the other guy today i um was debating between saliba and um 
Lukonga. Now, I didn't choose Lukonga because he is still trying to grow in this role that isn't really what he's groomed for. As we can see, he played okay. He was out of position. We were out of position because we lost our shape. But the other guy today was Saliba to me. He got caught out a couple of times. That led to the other two goals that we conceded. It could be anyone. But today, the other guy was Saliba. Again, as I mentioned, with the way I nominate these players, it could be just one or two things. And if you're the guy that had, I guess, in this situation, many more mistakes than the other players, then you're that guy. At least the way I kind of would evaluate that so Saliba to me today as the other guy I mean we did lose our shapes in some of these miscues and mistakes it killed the tempo I mean what I would want to say from this though is that I hope we learn a lot from this mistake I hope we learn how we can contain all presses they say yes this is the casualty of a high press that's true but you keep your shape you get some out of jail free card by offsides or different placements especially you know when you have some of these playmakers that can find an opening and they create something that's how they take advantage of these high presses i'm just really hoping that we take a lot from this game as far as our mistakes go and do better ball watching missing out on step buys it is very damaging and one of the effects of not having a marshal as i mean our cdm in the game like you know Partey is things like this, you know, really having someone be the tip of that spine or making sure that we maintain our shape. So that there we have it. I'm curious though, to know who we will be looking for as the perfect backup to Partey because I'm kind of looking ahead. We've all had these conversations. We did look for that guy. I hope we got someone in the transfer window. That's all done now that it's the window shot. It's a far dream for the next window next year, but it will be really interesting to see who this guy will be if he can possess the same mentality of high defensive uh, acute awareness to when things like this happen because you have to I look at it that way where we had the slip-ups who would be that guy that can be able to help us get quick alert in situations like this help us with ball saving moments help us stop situations that would hurt us this badly where we lose the game so we'll wait for that later but for now that's uh, my summary of the game that's the way it really all turned out it's one of those dreadful games where you really wish that wasn't the result that came about so yeah uh we move on we move on to the next game we do have europa games coming up um now there's going to be so much more attention to our bench players we're still light with with injuries and there's so much of uh, interest to see uh Vieira play and some of the other guys i'm more i'm really excited to see Nketiah play because he has maintained his level of a, a new a better playing style and it's good to see him really shine in europa leagues but i know now that um some of these teams that we play, they should never be overlooked. Last year was a great reminder with so many upsets and teams that we thought will be a walkover and they turned around and did the opposite to those teams and the big name teams, if you will. So that will be something we'll look forward to in our game. We're playing FC Zurich, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. But that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoy this very short podcast. Uh, please share with your friends. It, the idea is just to give you a really nice bite-sized uh, review of how this game turned out in my opinions and who I pick out and just uh, hope it's fun for you as it is for me. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the Colony Talk podcast. Share it with your friends. Catch you on another episode. Take care. Bye. For now.